on Sunday, Meet the Press uh, did discuss the Flynn situation with Peggy Noonan, who was a speechwriter for uh, President Reagan. She's a columnist for the Wall Street Journal. Peggy Newman is a, a Noonan is a Trump hater and has gone pretty far left in her musings. That's why she's on NBC News. In this assessment, Chuck Todd criticized Attorney General Barr, who was the guy who made the decision to drop the charges against Mueller. Roll the tape. Peggy Noonan, I want you to listen to this Bill Barr answer to a question about what will history say about this? Wait till you hear this answer. Take a listen. When history looks back on this decision, how do you think it will be written? Well, history's written by the winner, so it largely depends on, on <laughs> uh, who's writing the history. I was struck, Peggy, by the cynicism of the answer. It's a correct answer, but he's the attorney general. He didn't make the case that he was upholding the rule of law. He was almost admitting that, yeah, this is a... This is a political job. Well, that was a lie, a direct lie by Chuck Todd. So here's what Attorney General Barr actually said when you don't edit his remarks. Go. When history looks back on this decision, how do you think it will be written? Well, history's written by the winner, so it largely depends on, on <laughs> uh, who's writing the history. But I think a fair history would say it was a, it was a good decision because it it upheld the rule of law. It helped. It, it upheld the standards of the Department of Justice, and it undid what was an injustice. All right. So Todd, who's responsible for his broadcast, cut off uh, Barr's answer and then lied about Barr. I mean, that's a firing offense, and President Trump is now calling for him to be fired. If you were practicing journalism. Todd would have to be suspended at the very least. Now, NBC News issued a statement, quote, earlier today, we inadvertently and inaccurately cut short a video clip of an interview with A.G. Barr before offering commentary and analysis. The remaining clip included important remarks from the attorney general uh, at that we missed and we regret the error. They didn't miss it. They cut it out. They didn't miss it. Wasn't inadvertent. Did it on purpose. Now, I'll submit to you that uh, there's a good chance Todd didn't even know it because he's lazy. All right. Maybe a producer or somebody cut it and then gave him the transcript because Todd had to know he was in a kill zone if he did that. Let's go off the virus now and go to voting by mail. Absentee ballots, you're going to be away. You can't vote on Election Day. No problem with that. You send them in by a certain date. Um, you vote for who you want to. I support that. Voting by mail because you can't or won't get to the polling is not good. And I would not, if I were a governor in a state, pass voting by mail. And here's why. When you do that, you are going to have an army of partisan people on both sides trying to get older people, confused people, people who don't speak the language well, all right, trying to get them to vote a certain way. You're going to knock on the door like they do now and canvas around. All right, you're going to do all of that. You'll fill out the ballots for them in some cases. There is even a movement to allow, all right, political action committees to collect sealed ballots. This is 
awful, and it's going to lead to massive corruption. If you don't believe me, read an article by uh, the Bloomberg News Agency. It's by Ryan Teague Beckwith. Ryan Teague Beckwith on Bloomberg. And he says, quote, with tens of thousands of Americans expected to mail a ballots in for the presidential election on November 3rd, amid a tangle of state laws, the country may not know who wins the election for weeks. Remember, these ballots have to be open and counted. And then open and count, that's not like going into a ballot place where you pull a lever and it's automatically registered. You gotta have somebody reading it. That's right for fraud all over the place. This is a danger to our republic. No voting by mail other than absentee. It's insane. Insane. Now, this uh, bogus $3 trillion phase four virus bill. This is put together solely by uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and her fun friends, all right? And this bill is ridiculous. It's never going to pass. There's not a Republican in this country going to vote for it. Even Romney won't vote for this, all right? It's insane. Not only does it run up the federal debt from 25 to 28 trillion, not only does it do that, but it has a number of things in there that you don't know about because the media will never tell you, but I will. And I discussed this in detail on Sean Hannity's radio program today. You might want to listen to that because Hannity didn't even know about a bunch of this. But our researchers here at BillOReilly.com are superb. Number one, the bill which is supposed to alleviate the suffering of Americans affected by the pandemic, people have lost jobs in their businesses. The bill has a protection from deportation to almost every undocumented worker in the country. Why? Because the Democrats want that. And I'll tell you why in a moment. So it would not only stop all deportations, unless you're a criminal and you shoot somebody, all right, it would protect the employers that hire you. Government could not prosecute them in this bill. Okay? It's insane. And then it would do a whole bunch of other things that would give undocumented people citizenship in a very short period of time. That's in this bill. Secondly, marijuana. The word cannabis is mentioned 68 times in this stimulus bill. Why? Why? And there is a provision that pot merchants, people who sell the drug in places like Colorado, California, Washington State, could have access to federal banks where they don't now. Because remember, using and selling marijuana is still against federal law. Why is this in there? Why? Okay. Thirdly, Criminals would be let out of prisons and jails by the tens of thousands. There's a whole list of people just, you're out, see you, bye, because of the coronavirus. And, and not because they might catch the coronavirus. We're just letting them go in the bill. So let's open with Fauci Trump. So uh, Anthony Fauci, uh, been around for decades, and he knows who he's talking about. 
He's an infectious disease specialist. He's a doctor, obviously. The problem with him is he's a star now, a media guy. And he talks too much about things that he doesn't know about. He speculates too much. I've been over and over and over and over this. Media loves Fauci because the doctor will sometimes contradict President Trump. Fauci doesn't do it on purpose. He just gets carried away with all of this. So um, he says on May 12th, a couple of days ago, that he says it to a Senate committee who's asking about, obviously, the pandemic. He talks about the schools. Go. The idea of having treatments available or a vaccine to facilitate the re-entry of students into the fall term would be something that would be a bit of a bridge too far. All right. So why? Why speculate about medicine or vaccines? Look, the kids got to go back to school. Everybody knows that. And if they don't go back to school, you're going to have a new president. Because Donald Trump has got to get this nation back on track. The people who oppose Trump don't want that. Read my message of the day. It's obvious. So why is Fauci injecting himself into this? If the question is, are the kids going to back to school? You go, I don't know. That's what the answer is. Because he doesn't know. So Donald Trump, hearing what Fauci said, said this. I was surprised by his answer, actually, uh, because... Uh, you know, uh, it's just, to me, it's not an acceptable answer, especially when it comes to schools. The only thing that would be acceptable, as I said, is professors, teachers, etc., over a certain age. I think they ought to take it easy for another few weeks, five weeks, four weeks, who knows? Yeah, let's take it easy. Let's see what unfolds. But the media loves this. Dr. Fauci, if you're watching tonight, I hope you're a premium member. <laughs> and if you're a concierge member, email me, please, okay? Stop. Don't talk about Major League Baseball or, or kids going back to school. That's way out of your purview. Talk about the virus. Talk about the problems with the pandemic. That's it.